0: Of the Mud Puppy games. Network. 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 Network.
1: Network. You fell victim to one of the classic blunders. The most famous is never get involved in a land war in Asia, but only slightly less well known is this never go in against
2: a Sicilian when death is on the line. <laughs>
0: Lay them low. Yes, lay them low. Welcome to the Save for Path Podcast, where we'll talk about old school games and modern games inspired by them.
1: It's Save for Half, Episode 8, where we cover the pulse-pounding world of comics, especially SuperBabes: Babes, the FemForce RPG. Joining you is the hero Meteor Attractor Man, who can use his power once. <laughs> <laughs> and joining him is Junebug herself, with the power of flight, blindness, invulnerability, and attraction light.
2: Her her arch-villain, Dr. Lightbulb.
1: The deadly bulb! The deadly bulb! (laughs) The
2: deadly bulb!
1: You'll soon see by the light of evil! (laughs) And over there is the flying buttress himself,
2: Ian (laughs) Corbett. Excelsior!
1: (laughs) Yes, we are talking about Super Babes, the FemForce RPG. And just to make it clear... This is Liz's fault.
2: It totally is.
0: It is my (laughs) fault. I was the one who suggested this topic.
1: Corbett suggested we do a superhero game, and Liz brought out Femforce. And I'm kind of glad she did. We had the box sitting on our shelves for years, but we never quite cracked it open and took a look at it till now.
2: Forced against your will to read a game. Terrible.
1: Didn't even like it. Well no, actually I kinda of did. <laughs> kinda. It's it was published in nineteen ninety three by what was the name of that company? <laughs> yeah. I had a weird name. Um,
2: S- S- uh Silix S-
1: Selex. Selex. That's it. The powerhouse of the industry well known today. But we'll talk about that after the commercial breaks. But first, do we have any announcements? Yeah. Any information?
2: Uh you nearly said email. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs>
2: Can't prove anything.
0: Oh, before we do that, I'm looking. Celex is the owner or the holder of the the trademark of Super Babes. But the actual um, publishing was done by Tri-City Games and Collectibles.
1: Ah, okay. Well, now we know. Ha-ha. And
2: knowing is half the battle.
1: (laughs) (laughs) This isn't exactly an announcement, but something I'd like to point people to on Drive-Thru RPG. I have stumbled across a set of PDFs put out by a third-party publisher. for It's for mutants and masterminds, but the campaign has enough detail that you could really morph it into any supers game. It's called War Games, mm. and the setting is doing superheroes like they were done during the Cold War especially in the 1980s. And as they put it, why did we do this? Well, let's be honest. Wouldn't Red Dawn have been a lot cooler with Captain America?
2: Good point. (laughs) <laughs>
1: yeah, good point. And they're they're inexpensive. They're like three or four bucks a piece. And there are three of them. One is the main campaign. The second is Super Spies a la S.H.I.E.L.D. and HYDRA, renamed for licensing issues. And the third one is involving superheroics in divided West and East Berlin. Mm. So it's cool stuff. Check it out. Anyone else? Nothing? Mm. No one.
2: No one. No, I guess not.
1: <laughs> All right let's go to the incredibly important announcements and then we'll delve into super babes
2: into a world without nearly enough quality gamer podcasts they came the grongnard files a podcast about role-playing games from back in the day you know they're experts because they speak with british accents find them at com, iTunes, or wherever fine podcasts are served. Hello. Hi, is Mark there? Yeah. It's me, Shannon. We met at Jack's party? Yeah, how can I forget? Wow, how are you doing? I haven't heard from you in uh 9 months.
1: Some moments change your life. San Andreas Telephone, for those difficult conversations.
2: The Save for Half Top 5. In 5, 4, 3, 2.
1: Came out wrong. Anyway, <laughs> here we are, Super Babes: The Fem force Role Playing Game. What do we think? First reactions, Corp.
2: Um, he's speechless. Yeah. Words fail. I, I wrote several pages on my thoughts.
1: <laughs> and Please don't read I, them, all of them at once.
2: Yeah, I really can't. Uh, um. <laughs> Honestly, I think as a general read, it was a lot of fun, but as a game, it feels like they were trying to be loose and flighty, at the same time put in a lot of crunch, so... Yeah, I I agree with that. It felt way too loose and crunchy. (laughs) (laughs) You
1: mean it was lunchy? Lunchy. (laughs) Yeah. Gotcha.
2: Or yes. it was Scrunchy. I don't know. Scrunchy.
1: Oh, I like Scrunchy
2: better. <laughs> Let's get the game. <laughs> yep. Liz?
1: I'm going to say
0: I enjoyed reading through the rules for the game far more than I expected to. I mean, when I suggested no. that we do this game, I was doing it under the impression this is going to be so bad it's going to be awful and and i was thinking it's going to be like watching a really bad movie and there's going to be so much to make fun of and it's going to be dreadful and while there is some of that camp going on clearly throughout the entire thing it was it was a pretty good read and yeah there's crunch but i do think that if you renamed some of the stuff, gave it more quote-unquote serious terminology, this game would be able to stand on its own pretty well.
2: Okay. I would agree with that. I kept thinking to myself, if this were rewritten, this would be a really good game. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: But that yeah. makes it sound like it wasn't a good game, mostly because of the facts.
1: Well, <laughs> thinking back to
2: 1993, when do-lulu, this was put do-lulu, out, do-lulu, do-lulu, do-lulu.
1: it has some issues, which we'll go into, but it also had some innovations, which were mm-hmm. pleasantly surprising. But since this is top five, we're going to start with Corbett.
2: Oh, man. I, what? Now Liz is just going to copy me. Yeah. <laughs>
0: she does that. Anyway. Okay. Oh, that should have been my hero name. Copycat. Copycat. <laughs> wow.
2: <laughs> she always gets a 100%, 50% of the time. <laughs>
1: Actually, there's a website that has listed, like, a mass index of all public domain superheroes. And there is one actually named Copy Boy. Really? And he makes duplicates of himself.
2: (laughs) That's kind of cool.
1: But anyway, we'll put that in the show notes.
2: I will start with that, then. That was the, one of the things I actually enjoyed about the game is their use of Golden Age heroes and characters that have fallen out of copyright that they've brought back in and reintroduced into their, their little universe, which I think is awesome. I've always wanted to do something kind of like that because there's a lot of cool heroes and some really dumb ones, granted, but with a oh, yeah. little revision, they can all be cool.
1: Yeah, it's a gold mine over there. I actually I, stole one of the characters, the Blazing Eye, and I'm using him as a villain against uh, Liz's in our victorious game
2: (laughs) So you went even you took them and went further back
1: (laughs) oh yeah yeah i mean hey a flaming eyeball floating through the air causing carnage fits anywhere
2: this is true but yeah i thought that was cool i thought that was really neat and i didn't find that annoying at all okay so i don't know so that's a good thing let's go with the good thing first good thing
1: Sounds good.
0: All right, Liz. All right. Reading through, I really enjoyed. There's there's a very, I guess, a conversational sort of writing style throughout. It's, it's exceptionally comfortable to read. It, it's like you're you're sitting with someone and they are talking directly to you as far as, you know, taking you through the game. It's as opposed filled... to
1: some rules that read like stereo instructions.
0: <laughs> yeah. SBI! Well, <clears throat> uh, there's a lot of humorous asides. Some of the ones that I really like, at one point, they're talking about the dice you need for the game. Assuming that you're new to role-playing, you know, the usual you'll need this kind of dice, you know, you can find them at a hobby store, yada yada. And then it goes on to say, if you can't find any of these, ask the guy next to you who dragged you to this game. He's probably (laughs) got enough to supply the room. (laughs) (laughs) And I had to laugh, because we all know that person.
1: Liz, we are that person. We
0: are that Person. But yep. remember, when we were at Rose City and we were doing the game, and Joe was there, and we had all those new people, and he pulled out six different complete sets of dice and handed them to everybody. He had enough to supply the entire table. table with mm-hmm. him. You know? <laughs> and I could not help but think of that when I read that. It's like, <laughs> Joe, you know. <laughs>
1: Of course, we're the ones that keep a spare set of polyhedron dice in our glove box in our car for emergencies. So yeah, you know. yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. okay. For that okay. car side gaming,
1: <laughs> <You> never know <laughs>
2: drive by gaming. <laughs> 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 it's made to <the> save.
1: <laughs> well, you know, your your car has trouble. The guy comes out to tow it. You're riding back in the tow truck. Well, you know, have a quick game.
0: Yeah, <laughs> or you're stranded. Because you know that's
1: what tow truck drivers usually do. they oh, do. They do.
0: Yeah. You're stranded on the side of the road. You've called AAA. It's going to be an hour before they get there. Just Take your dice out of the out of the glove box and start up a, a pickup game.
2: See, that's all right. Now I'm imagining finding your corpses in the middle of the desert and like, well, they had a flat tire and then they just started playing some game.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they never called for help or anything. Evidence. Yeah, a couple it of fun. skeletons sitting there with some dice <laughs> in yeah,
2: just waiting for my turn. <laughs>
1: Okay, my five. <laughs> the beginning of the character generation. Is they are sure to talk up a simple, streamlined mm. system to build your character, and you start with 600 points. It's 600 very simple points, Mike.
2: Very, very simple, streamlined points.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's like your, your attributes are muscles, health, moves, looks, brains, will, personality and it has where the, you know they're one to 20 is the average person average 10 now that makes me think of champions but when you're building you start at zero mm-hmm. you have to build your way up to mediocrity
2: yep <laughs> <laughs> it costs you 170 points no 140 points right something like yeah just to be and average just so to be average the first 140 points and then
1: the first thing you got to buy an origin story oh yeah you have to buy your origin <laughs> Unless you're an adventurous, but then you're just kind of Batman-y, so you don't, everything's gadgets. So you don't have any powers. That one I don't think costs
2: anything. Yeah, Everything I don't get anything. that, because, oh yeah, you're Batman-y, you don't really have any powers and you have the limiter of only being able to go to 20, but then you can have a, a gadget that allows you to fly, and a gadget that gives you armor, <laughs> and a gadget that gives you laser eyes, and a gadget <laughs> that
1: gives you... Or a gizmo, as they call it. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> I don't see how why this costs points at all. Well, I know why that's zero, but Then you go to uh, sorry alien
1: or scientific experiment or you know genetic mutation. I did like Um, their
2: origin, the write up on their origins, going back to Liz's point, were really fun. Like the explanation of what the origins were. Yeah, yeah. You didn't to have a cost for them seems pointless. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Yeah. Well, they usually ran about 20 to 35 points or so, depending. All I could think of is they're trying to encourage people to go for the adventurous, you know, just with gear, a lower-powered thing, which, considering part of their bag is to emulate the golden age of comics back in the 40s and early 50s, I can kind of see that. But, yeah, it's kind of annoying. So that's mine. you got tons of math that is, frankly, unnecessary. You know, it's like we want to rip off champions with their 100 points plus disadvantages. But we won't, don't want to be too obvious about it, so we'll make it 600 points. And we'll just jack the price of all powers up, commensurately. I don't know that that's what they were thinking or not, but that's kind of how it felt.
2: Okay, can I go to number four? Yeah. Okay, number four. <laughs> and this is a really negative thing to say, and I hate saying it. No, I don't hate saying it, because I'm saying it. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I think they were kind of full of themselves. Just, a, just okay, a lot. Because of this, you've mentioned the streamline thing. They say that yeah. more than once. They say that like four times in the first few pages of how great the system is and how and easy to, it is to use.
1: To be and- fair, compared to fourth edition <laughs> champions, maybe it is, but compared to, say, Marvel, no.
2: <laughs> well, this is where I say that they are full of themselves because at the end, I don't know if you remember this, but at the end of the book, they have a section that's space for autographs. From your AC club or your AC comic creators. Oh, I totally
1: forgot about that. Well, again, I guess think back at the early 90s. That was when Image Comics was starting up. There was all the rock stars of being artists, almost never writers, by the way. So maybe that, are they full of themselves or were they just kind of playing up to that?
2: Maybe they were just playing up to it, but it does feel like, oh, we did a great job. This is so great. And I I don't think it's the worst game I've ever read, but by far, they certainly feel like they made the best game that's ever been made.
1: (laughs) Yeah, dude. <laughs> dude. Game has dude. Yes. All right, Liz, what's your four?
0: Okay. I rather liked the idea of buying your character's origin during generation. <laughs> I also liked that the more impressive you wanted your origin concept to be, the more expensive it was. I think that doing it that way encourages the player and the GM to work together when fleshing out character concepts mm-hmm. and. You don't have people just going off into left field. It's like, oh, I'm going to have da, 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 and da, and just something utterly ridiculous. And then you have to say to them, it's like, no, I'm not going to let you do that. (laughs) In a way, it's going to help rein in. People who are possibly going to try to game the system.
1: Well, and and also the system, they say in there over and over again, this is the FemForce RPG. So you're expected to be playing in the AmeriComics
0: universe. Yeah, Yeah, and that is a good point. They're very specific to say this is not a generic superhero RPG. This is the FemForce RPG there's going to be a certain feel to your campaigns you can't just drop in any type of character or any kind of I want to play the punisher. Yeah, it's like, the Punisher has no place in the Fem Force universe.
2: <laughs> you know, I yeah. thought that was kind of funny. They didn't penalize you for playing a man. But they obviously, they even say it in the early part. Like, you should be playing a woman doing this. If you want to play a man, that's fine. But you should be playing part of the Fem Force in some way. Yeah. And yeah, it seemed you- a bit off. <laughs>
1: well, again, it's its the genre. I mean, it's the universe that AmeriComics is chock full of female superheroes. At least, I've only read one issue, so I honestly can't say a lot of detail. But well, that's no, no, the
2: I'm just saying I that I'm surprised they didn't penalize you by saying, oh, if you start as a male character, you get 500 points or, or 300 <laughs> points or some small amount.
1: <laughs> well, considering all the limitations female characters got in other role-playing games at this time, that might That
2: true, true.
1: have been amusing.
0: I liked the idea of buying the origin and having the concepts Ready-made, more or less, to choose from, and you can make them your own, but you can find something that's close to what you had in your head and, you know, tweak it. Um, And
2: each
1: comes with its own pack of disadvantages, too.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That was kind of cool.
0: Well, like I said, the more impressive you want your backstory to be, the more you have to pay for it. And it's one of those things like, well, if everybody is special, no one winds up being special. It it forces you to make some decisions. Do I want really powerful powers or do I want a really cool origin and what's more important to me. And Mm. there's, you know, there's people who are going to try to have it all. I want to be the most powerful and I want a super kick-ass origin as well. So I really do think that this is a good way to get people to make choices and, you know, maybe to rein some people in if if it's needed.
1: All right. Well, my number four. I really enjoyed how all the attribute tables... Which, by the way, go up to 1,000. Not all of them. (laughs) Well, the strength goes up to 1,000, I noticed.
2: Yeah, the strength, Um, health... The strength and the health, the only ones go up to 1,000. Then they drop to 5... You you go ahead, sorry.
1: (laughs) No, no, that, that's part of what I'm saying. I really got a laugh out of the little titles for each rank of strength or oh, willingness.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, totally. It was it was
1: so making fun of Marvel superheroes by TSR, I think. Yeah, you know, wimp, loser, you know.
2: <laughs> I thought the high ones were the funny ones, you know, Mm. so beautiful, too hard to look at or something like that. Yeah.
1: Or what was it in the health one to see if you had combat regeneration, Liz? Oh, yes. Not yet. Getting warmer.
0: It's like, nope, uh uh-uh, forget it. Sorry. Nope. Take your vitamins. Keep trying. (laughs) You know, not yet. Not yet. (laughs) Almost. My favorites were in the health stat table, the health class. Dead. Dead. Mostly dead. Appalling.
1: <laughs> <You know? laughs> Mostly. Okay, Corbett, what's your number three?
2: Um, I was going to save this for number one, but I want to do it now because I want it. I want it to be mine. <laughs> the bimbo points.
0: Because
2: uh-huh. I know Liz was going to do them.
0: Yep. I'm still, I'm still gonna talk about him.
2: When I first read the name, I was like, "Oh, brother." <laughs> <laughs> but I will say this: the the bimbo points are probably the single, not even the single, but the shining jewel on on this game.
0: Mm-hmm. I, I I agree. agree. I there will I make the save. I was I, that impressed with. I them.
2: was gonna say the same thing. Oh, now we're, <laughs> we're <getting some> spoilers. <laughs> Spoilers! <laughs> but no, this was... Because they did this with Star Wars where they had fate points or uh, force points. Sorry, they had force points We could change the game a little. You could kind of tweak the way the game's going. I think this was better, because more or less, you say alright, I, I want to win this so bad, I'm essentially going to take a penalty later. And now yeah. they, The way they do it, I don't think I would do it that way. I think I would just do it as a give-get, because they do it as a, you you g- you gain points and every time at the beginning of the game, the the game master rolls it, and if you rolls roll one, yeah, if you got underneath the bimbo points, then you get a bimbo action, which essentially some well tabloid thing happens to you or or whatever. And that's funny and it, it fits the genre. And I think you could still use it for any superhero game where, oh no, you know, Spider-Man is caught shoplifting when he's just broke because he doesn't have any cash on him or something like that. (laughs) I don't know, whatever it is.
1: Something stuck to his webbing on the way out of the store. But
2: I was thinking of this in the big drama sense that like, oh, you know what would be awesome? If I could take out this giant battle station at the end of this game. Okay, you can do it. But at a cost, what could you possibly do? Make the main bad guy my father? (laughs) Never going (laughs) to happen.
1: It's almost reverse- Fate points but for the gm
2: yeah you pay for it in the future yeah which is so cool
1: the player <laughs> is giving the gm the fate point to then use later on
2: kind of a fun payout at the end yeah. if you want to have something really cool and dramatic i thought it was a great idea so yeah
1: i liz and i were talking about it and well i'll wait for when liz brings it up <laughs> <laughs> good mechanic yes Liz? three
0: <laughs> Number three. All Number right. B. Okay. As you might expect, uh, there's a lot of similarity to other superhero RPGs with buying your powers from a pool. I think, to an extent, that sort of thing is inevitable. Some systems have streamlined the process more than others. No matter how much they say that they have streamlined in Super uh-huh. Babes, there are better <laughs> systems out there, in my opinion. Uh-huh. Like
1: what, Liz?
0: Well, I'm sure I don't know, but I, I think there are some games that were, shall we say, more victorious in
1: <laughs> <lining> their process. <laughs>
0: uh,
1: ah, you could um, be right. Blatant <laughs> <laughs> plug, blatant plug, blatant plug.
0: <laughs> I'm not sure how I feel about. Super Babes, you're utilizing character points. You know, you get, you have the 600 that they give you to start off with. You utilize character points to buy the power. Then, you use power points to use the power during gameplay.
1: Yeah, that acts kind of like an endurance. You add up all your attributes, and that's your power points.
0: I mean, my knee-jerk reaction is that it's just one more thing that I got to keep track of during gameplay, and it's annoying. Mm. But then I think it's really no different than using, say, a spell point system in AD&D for your magic, Mm -hmm. and I don't have a problem with doing that. So, well,
2: but your power (laughs) points are also your health. Yeah.
1: And you're using powers points even when you just punch somebody. Whereas yeah. like in D&D spell point system, you whack someone with your quarterstaff, you don't have to lose spell points that way. So yeah.
0: So, I mean, it, it is
1: more applicable.
0: It is I, it, It's just uh I don't know how I feel. I feel like it's like uh but then, you know, like I said, I don't really have a problem with keeping track of point usage. If I'm doing it yeah. with spells, so why do I have a problem doing it here with doing your thing? Because well, it's, like, it's eh. got a lot
1: bigger numbers, that's why. No, 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 I no.
2: Think, think of it like first edition magic users instead of spell points, where you go, okay, magic missile. Now I'm going to sit down.
0: <laughs> yeah, now I'm done.
2: <laughs> because if you're counting the amount of times you punch somebody, which Mike is right, it does charge, I think it's 2, two PP every time you, isn't it 2? Every time you go so, punch, yeah. which means you have a limited time and they make it to where you can punch many times. So
1: And don't they kind of make power points into a, a sort of a stun. Yeah, it's points, your health like it's your health buffer.
2: You get yeah, to
1: use before you start losing actual hit points.
2: Yeah, so you could very very quickly just be like swing 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 swing. All right, I guess I'm done. You guys take them out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'll just sit here and rest because I mean, if you do have a good enough health score you can you can regenerate some <laughs> over, power
2: points over 20
0: yeah but you know
1: well over 20 well, over
0: 20. <laughs> so well there's be combat regen and there's at rest regen and you know again they're kind of crunching it up even more <laughs> yeah uh, so yeah, it's like I I feel like that's I feel like it's a little too much for my personal taste. You know, I don't want to be
2: bookkeeping. I
0: don't want to be mathing the whole time. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right, everybody, time for fun. Get out your calculators
1: <laughs> <laughs> and your slide rules.
2: Mm. Ooh. Okay. Well, my
1: three, there is something that is done throughout the book. I can't tell if this is a parody or an homage. Honestly, there are little suggestions and advice stuck throughout the book called Cam and Mark Says.
0: Yeah, it reminds me of um, Marvel with, you know, Stan Lee and that sort of thing. Mm
1: -hmm. Well, in particular to me, it reminds me of Champions 2 published in 1982, where they oh, had yeah. Goodman Says all yes. over the place. Yeah. So, yeah, that was my first thought when I came across it. I was like, wait a minute. I don't know if they're parenting champions, if it's closer to what you said. They were just parenting that Stan Lee yeah. mode of doing things. I, I think I liked it, but it did feel reminiscent, yes. Yeah. So, so, two... Two Orbit
2: Skills I steal from Mike.
1: <laughs> yeah. Actually I know I did not choose skills. I don't know why no,
2: no. I didn't. Maybe I my mind skills. was blanking it out. I chose skills as a positive-negative, because there's one positive thing to say about the skills. They put all the CP, the construction point cost, in the glossary. So you don't have to go look them up. You can actually look at the list, which is alphabetical, and the point to get that skill is right beside it. I thought that was kind of a smart idea.
1: What I didn't like was you had to buy a zero rank first
2: Yeah, before
1: starting to build it. <laughs> I'm nothing in this skill and I had to pay character points
2: for. Well, what? This was my negative. The skill, and well, there's many of them, but the one that caught my attention was juggling. <laughs> 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 Which is 10 CP, the same as learning languages.
1: <laughs> juggling is hard.
2: <laughs> yes.
1: Greek or juggling, it's your choice,
2: honey. It is hard. Much like running, scuba, <laughs> skydiving, speed reading, streetwise. You wanna keep going with this? Because there's a whole list of ten yeah. CP ones. <laughs> yeah.
1: This is yeah, this is vintage RPGs of the late eighties, early nineties oh, with skill oh.
2: fests. Or piloting one air. One aircraft is ten CP. <laughs> <laughs> but just one. Just one aircraft. Like, I so, know how to
1: pilot a Huey Cobra. Well, I, this is a this is a black hawk. Oh man, I can't uh, do
2: this. Oh, <laughs> I, I can pilot a Huey Cobra, but I can't juggle now. What a loss. <laughs> <laughs> you get a
1: high enough strength, you could chuckle Huey Cobra's.
2: What an awesome circus. <laughs>
1: <laughs> ah, okay, Liz, you're number two.
0: Number two. All right. We've mentioned before. Super Babes is based on the AmeriComics FemForce comic book series.
1: Which is still going, by the way, (laughs) I found out.
0: And the tone is that of the golden age of comics. And no dark, vengeful vigilantes. And they say, we'd like to keep it that way. That's pretty cool, I think. It's, it's really
1: nice. I mean, yeah, I read the adventure in the back, and there is a certain amount of tongue-in-cheek humor, mm-hmm. but it doesn't beat you over the head with it, like, say, you know, Paranoia or something like that.
2: Oh, that's true.
1: But well, lighthearted. Lighthearted. You
2: know, at the era, at the time, it would have been the end of, um, let me see, The Punisher was the 70s, Wolverine was the 80s. So, yeah, we were going into the 90s, where most guys' special superpower was a knife and a gun. Yeah. <laughs>
1: A- and and insanity. Yeah, so pay for heroes to be demented and insane. Well,
2: being insane costs no CP, so it's totally worth it. <laughs> so it's totally <laughs> worth
1: it. Yeah, yeah. There's no disadvantages for you to buy in this game. All the "quote unquote" drawbacks come from your origin or bimbo events.
2: Yeah. Sorry, Liz. <laughs> no vigilantes. You go. Nope. Yep. No, no guns, vigilantes. Okay.
1: A character is just like Peter Parker's Spider
2: Man, only he kills people. But he can also uh, juggle. <laughs> <laughs> <da, da, 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 da. Anyway. Well, in you
0: know, the nineteen nineties, you know, you already had Frank Miller's re imagining of Batman, making him super dark, super gritty. When the 1990s come out, you've got the electrographic novel. You had a, a really dark genre running through comics at that point. And it was unusual for the time. It was new. People were all over it. And I think that with the game, you know, they were saying, this is not what we're about. And Whether you if,
1: agree with that or not, this is their setup. And, right. Yeah. Um, kind of how I feel about Victorious, come to think of it. Although wow. blatant plug. a <laughs> double double-barreled plug there.
0: <laughs> although you have set it up to where if you do want to run a quote-unquote grim campaign, you can, Super Babes is pretty much saying, no, <laughs> we don't care if that's what you want to run. This is not what our game is about. Bye-bye. <laughs> yeah.
2: We don't watch Seinfeld. We only watch Cheers. Yeah!
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: I have no idea what that was about. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: yeah, didn't know, I just, it,
0: but it sounded awesome.
1: Yeah, let's run with it. Okay, that yours, Liz?
0: That is mine. They are unapologetic about being not grim, and I like that.
1: Uh, I'm going to go to the bimbo events. Mm. There are some that are good, but you could tell this is the early 90s because there's some political incorrectness going on here. Yeah. Like Like at one point the bimbo event that really stood out to me is you find out your boyfriend is really gay really we had to put that in there seriously <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs>
0: well if you come to, if you think about it really this whole game is politically incorrect <laughs> <laughs>
1: The entire game. I would be true, but that one really just kind of stuck out to me as I, 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 no, no, that's not no.
2: Wouldn't you be surprised if you found out that your boyfriend was gay?
0: Well, it would be a surprise, but yeah. I don't know if it would. I don't know if it would count as
1: a what? bimbo event. You know. I think, I think he was asking about my personal
2: boyfriend, weren't you? Cause we're men. No, because he's married
1: too. He's married <laughs> too, so through. yeah, that would kind of surprise okay me. okay then. How <laughs> <laughs> uh, you been? Word.
2: <laughs> as long as you're both not a juggle, it's fine. <laughs> yep. Yep. But what do no. you enjoy? I don't know. I thought the bimbo events were... Yeah, they were a little bit politically yeah. involved. Mean, well, but...
1: most of them are actually okay, but there are a few things that really kind of show the era that it comes from, and... It's like, yeah, you're going to want to tweak some of that.
2: But I, I do think they were pretty valid. You could almost take that right across to, like uh, like I was saying, the Bembo points. You could use those Bembo events just as easily for a regular superhero game. Come
1: another on. another bit of PC-ness is in the back where they give the stats for NPCs, including FemForce members. They give bust, waist, hips measurements. Yeah. Like, Really? <laughs> Really? You had to go there, didn't you? Well, wanna well, you want to know. Of first he did it. Bim Force, like Liz said. <laughs> but Liz is definitely going to play this game in the future. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh sure,
2: sure. For sure. So, <laughs>
1: number one. Bring us in, Corbett.
2: Oh, man. I've got a lot. Stretch. I don't know which one I want to, because I really love the bimbo rule, and I wanted to make sure I talked about that before you guys got a chance. <laughs> well, you did. So, you now I'm, I'm stuck because I have way too many goods and bads I could use here. Oh, you know what? I'm going to go with the GMing rules they put in that I actually really liked. Around page 120, they talk about plot devices and how to use them, how to avoid waffling, which I think is probably one of the biggest challenges As a game master, it's really easy to, like, be good one time and then pull back the reins too hard. And I I think it's a minor thing to talk about, but that's actually, like, advanced GMing that should be known. And it's kind of nice they put that in there. So
1: Yeah, some of the advice sections were pretty good.
2: Yeah, whenever they were talking about stuff, it was good. Whenever they talked about rules, it was not.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, that may be extreme, but it's true enough that I really won't argue the point. So, yeah. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Liz?
0: All right. Uh, My number one, I'm going to talk about fame.
2: (laughs) Oh, I'm going to live forever. Forever. I love that musical.
0: Oh, I did too. (laughs) I (laughs) want to learn how to fly. And I spent the points for it, so I can.
1: (laughs) Famous juggler. Yeah.
0: (laughs) But they have fame. It's It's sort of a statistic... But it's not. It's not something that you can purchase it's one of those things that you earn in game through role playing and through your deeds however once you start to get some sort of fame it makes things easier for you as far as interacting with yeah. yeah interacting with the police or government authorities you know the army or the mayor of the city the more you're known the more likely it is that people are going to be willing to work with you, and not like a, a brand new hero coming on the scene, and it's like, who, who the heck are you? you? you know, <laughs> it's, like, it's like, I don't know you. It's like, did, get out of here. <laughs>
2: didn't you get fame if you started as a corporate origin story? I thought you got some fame or for like that. Or like
1: a corporate sponsor
0: or yeah, something? Yeah, you got a sponsorship, but you did not necessarily, you're not necessarily going to get... I guess a willingness to to be worked with, if that makes any sense.
1: Because you're powered by mint berry crunch.
0: Yeah, it's like it's not <laughs> your fame so much, but it's the fame of the corporate sponsor crunch.
1: and General Mills. Yeah,
2: you're just shilling it out. You and your That's victorious right. game. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, hey, See, I plugged in it for you there. The century
1: was it. Lovelace, or Lily Langtree that did the Ivory Soap.
2: Oh, Uh, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, so there you go. It
2: It happens. It (sighs) happens. No, no, I thought it was cool. Okay. But that was was Liz's thing.
1: Now it's mine. (laughs) Okay, just to reiterate to everybody, this is a level-based game, and you can treat the origins as kind of proto-classes, but only sort of, more like templates. But they have level titles yes they do and that's awesome i've always loved level <laughs> titles and these are great and ne- level 11 you become super heroine so that's kind of like name level which is mm-hmm. also well you don't get followers or a stronghold so that's my <laughs> number one level titles
2: Woo-hoo! Uh, they don't yeah. have rules for stronghold so you're fine <laughs> yeah
1: not yet <laughs> There was a surprising amount of supplementary stuff put out for this game. I was really kind of impressed. Uh, I did
0: enjoy the level title for I think it was level twenty-five at the end of the table. It's like time to maybe retire and give someone else a chance. You know, <laughs> that's the title. <laughs>
1: yep. Time to go. What
0: makes the same, and what is going to
1: take half? All right, makes the save and doesn't make the save. Do, 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 do.
2: Corbett. Well, makes the save, bimbo points. Probably the one thing I will, I, I bet I would walk out of here right now and put it on any game. I would use that. Maybe not in every game, but in a lot of games, I could use that. Um, doesn't make the save. Oof. Oh man. You know, I'm going to have to Juggling. go with... What? Juggling. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going to have to go with the Crunch. It's just super distracting. It kind of reminds me of third edition, actually, yeah. but in, in the not playable way. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually going to go to pay, was it page 95? I think I wrote down all my page numbers from where I got my notes. 93. Page 93, there is an explanation of combat, and it is atrocious.: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yeah. Combat is D20, by the way, on a hit ability chart. <laughs> i.e. armor class.
2: How bad is a 20? I know. Well, I did look up how bad it was for an average and below average person. For an average person to hit another person, you have a 40% chance to hit somebody. If you and me got into a fight, I would have a 40% chance to hit you. You'd have a 40% chance to hit me. Yeah, no, that's. Yeah, really- no, and it gets worse <laughs> because I then went and figured okay, well, what if you had. Somebody who's strapped to a wheelchair, you know, somebody who's completely crippled and trapped and locked in 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 a one or two move space stat, and you're still a zero level nobody, and you go over to punch them, you've barely got a 50% chance to hit them. (laughs) 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 Like I'm I'm pretty sure those numbers got to be wrong.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's Murphy's rules worthy there. Unfortunately, I think Space Gamer wasn't doing that anymore.
2: By now. However, they did make it to where if the person is dead or completely immobile, you get a free hit. <laughs> so, and good rule.
1: If, <laughs> if they're dead, hero, you can hit them. <laughs> speaking of dead, you've not only got a negative them, you've got to negative them to the level of their original HTK to begin with. To oh, them.
2: yeah. Yeah, that was... Yeah. A, you better... Holy
1: crap! It takes... <laughs> On the other hand, you know, I guess it fits the genre they're going for. Oh, know? it doesn't yeah.
2: matter. Everybody's going to run out of power before they can do anything. You have to all be exhausted. Just calm down a minute. Go to your corners. Take <laughs> five. Okay, Liz, what's yours?
0: Oh, make the save. Bimbo
1: points.
2: <laughs> Yay. Well,
1: they are so awesome. Well, I mean, honestly, if you change the name. Yeah. It works perfectly, and it's not a problem. It's just that name they stuck on it that kind of yeah. throws you from the loop. And you know, the best
0: part about them, you know, as Corbett has already said, you're not awarded these points for use by the GM. The player is deciding... I want to take this point to do something impossible or what would normally be impossible for me. And they are taking on the responsibility of knowing that by doing this, something equally unlucky or embarrassing to what cool thing that they are doing now is going to happen to their character in return in the future. It's true karma. What goes around comes, and comes around. around. Yeah. <laughs> and the more. Bimbo points you accumulate, the greater the chance for disaster. And what I also thought was a, a very cool failsafe that they put into the rules, they specifically say you cannot use a bimbo point to make things better for you while you are suffering through a bimbo event.: Yeah. So, mm-hmm. and that's a loophole that I could see people trying to exploit. You know, it's like, well, this terrible thing is now happening to me. I'll well, oh, use a bimbo, bimbo point, point out
1: of it. It's yeah. like, no,
0: you won't. <laughs> you <laughs> also no, can't have more you than won't.
1: you also can't have more than three bimbo points at a time. Yeah, that's true. That, that also keeps you from milking it.
0: Yeah, that you, the player, are taking responsibility for the bad thing that you know is going to happen to you in the future. You're you're kind of owning it in a way.
1: Yep. No. Mm-hmm. The GM sucks. They're doing this to me. Well,
0: you to yourself. <laughs> you you kind of did it to yourself.
1: <laughs> okay, so what doesn't make the save?
0: Uh, this game is not going to be well-received by most female players.
2: <laughs> yeah, no. I,
0: I know, right? However well-intentioned and innocent <laughs> the terminology throughout the rules is used like it or not i mean it is going to be seen as demeaning and humiliating for a female player it's hard to sit with a table of guys and hear them all using terms like bimbo pop tart and doing
1: it throughout mm. a game session yeah yep. like half <laughs> the combat half the combat terms are like in Double entendres.
2: Yeah, I know. That was pretty funny. Although Pop-Tart is basically Cannonball. I don't know why they couldn't just call it that, but I guess they're afraid of getting sued.
1: (laughs) And they wanted to say Pop-Tart.
2: Well, yeah.
0: Super Babes claims that the game was written for anyone to take part in, but even they admit most of the readers of FemForce are male. A male audience is being assumed for the game. So, for me, that does not make the save. I think it's a fun concept. I think... It could be a fun game to play. I would not want to play this game with a table full of guys that I either did not know or did not know well. I think it would make me feel uncomfortable. And whether mm -hmm. they intended it or not, I think I would. So
1: So Liz won't be running Super Babes at... Or Texas anytime soon.
0: No, I will not. <laughs>
2: I don't know. It does have a certain Sailor Moon feel, though. I think if you were following that formula and you had, like, fans of that sort of adventure.
1: And you make them 18 or more.
2: Because
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Sailor Moon are schoolgirls, dude.
2: <laughs> well, but the the idea. The idea is, yeah. is a, uh, do, you get the, do you get the point?
1: <laughs> Say, perhaps, does, does not support any comments possibly made by DM Corbin.
2: <laughs>
1: All rights reserved. Okay, Both okay. Prohibited.
2: Sorry, I just did the math because I was kind of curious. I didn't even think about how long it would take to beat somebody to death.
1: No purchase <laughs> necessary.
2: <laughs> so, just that before we go off to Mike's thing, it would take you twenty-three turns of punching somebody and hitting them and okay, doing an average amount of turns turns 20 to th- for an average person punching another average person presuming they actually hit every time it would take them 23 rounds of That's pow 10 pow, 10 pow. Of the-
1: a turn <laughs> of 10 rounds ha, ha. would you still <laughs> expend
0: power points if you tried to punch someone but missed them
2: oh yes you would that's a good point yeah so
0: even if you know if you're only hitting someone half the time
1: you're still using up your full amount of power points yeah
2: Yeah. you would have expended over half of your power points before you even got through even if they never hit you back which means they'd have to be dead
1: (laughs) yeah remember what (laughs) we said about math yeah (laughs) (laughs) okay sorry you done liz I'm, i'm done okay i'm so done (laughs) My makes the save i like the emphasis on good versus evil and the players playing good that golden age paradigm of comics especially done in the early 90s that's a nice change because this is the era where champions were doing dark champions we had like Five hundred point thugs or serial killers. And just seriously, really, we got to go there. So that was a nice change.
0: Yeah. In order to plug someone else's game, James Spahn's The Hero's Journey. That was the same thing that I loved so much about it. Was blade the plug, emphasis blade plug, on blade blade yes, <laughs> blatant plug. Was the emphasis on playing a heroic character, yeah. being a hero.
1: Yeah. You you are, and they go into some detail about you know well if your character does something bad this is probably what's going to happen because we don't have heroes doing that
2: well i don't see what your problem is though mike because i think my character major stabby deserves (laughs) a good chance to go out and punch people to death major stabby
0: stab stab
2: and his
1: sidekick kid jugular (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> who juggles by the way
1: no no jugular but I guess he could juggle yeah <laughs> blood packs <Yes. laughs> oh my okay. god doesn't make the save I'm kind of stealing from Corp here mm. the mathiness of it I will admit that compared to say 4th edition I.C.E. Champions it is less mathy in some ways but it's more mathy in others because it just kicks everything to much higher numbers and yeah it's basic math you have a calculator calculator. calculator or just you could do that on the fly, but it's still a pain in the butt it reflects a tendency i see in some games fifth edition (laughs) where there's this concept of let's jack the numbers higher and higher to make players feel more empowered but you're jacking up the numbers across the board so the net power effect is really zero but all the numbers are bigger
2: so
0: it feels more powerful so yes. feel like you've
2: got more stuff see i went to 11 <laughs> <laughs>
1: I paid 897 points for this. Yeah, well, you're still doing two dice damage. So. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm particularly thinking of 5e's increase in hit points. Because characters have more hit points now, but so do monsters. So, so what? Kind of the same <laughs> net effect. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't really matter.
2: Yeah, but, but anyway. my character points go to 11. <laughs>
1: <laughs> now, if only there was a game with a simpler superhero system. <laughs> <laughs> like the Superheroes <laughs> well no Marvel Superheroes um, somebody I don't remember who it was but somebody made the comment that ever since the 1980s every superhero game in existence was trying to either be champions or Marvel Superheroes face rip system and I think there's some validity to that and I think This one was trying to merge the two badly. Uh, I mean, it's a workable system. Don't get me wrong. For my personal taste, though, it's too mathy and a little too intricate. But, hey, if you like that, if you like big superhero fights that last an hour or more, then, yeah, this could work
2: for you. Or 23 turns. Or
1: at least... (laughs) before Just you pass out 30 rounds
2: it's true i you know i i will say that the the background and everything was good i, I mean i feel oh, like yeah. i'm punching it down 23 rounds in but
1: <laughs> oh yeah it came with like a couple of comics it had paper dolls for the <laughs> for the heroines and mm. you know yet for for the original cost of 1750 box set you know you got a lot of stuff poster you know maps of Florida, and. Orlando, which is where you're supposed to start being based, and, mm-hmm.
2: yeah, and the feel of the world, the lighthearted Golden Age, it does work pretty well. And you know what? Something I didn't mention, and I'm surprised you didn't mention it, because you talk about the Golden Age, but they talk a lot about the Golden Age, almost constantly about mm-hmm. World War II. Yeah, like, oh yeah, that that hero is in World War II. That hero is everybody is Captain America in this game.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, well, Miss Victory and uh, some of the other ca- characters. Uh, Blue Bulleteer. Yeah, because many of them are public domain characters that were originally introduced in World War II and oh, yeah. just reskinned. So, yeah,
2: it's cool. So as a source that, book, it's a win.
1: Oh, yeah. If you wanted a FemForce <laughs> source book, you couldn't do much better than this. If you want to use, you know, the bimbo point system is very innovative. But if you're not into that, you know, you'd probably be better off finding a game that's clo- either closer to the universe you want. And virtually everybody has a universe role-playing game out now. Or if you want generics, you've got Villains of Vigilantes, Champions, you know, stuff that you good custom to a particular universe. So, all right. Oh.
2: <laughs> Or if that you want to play Major Stabby. Major Stabby.
1: Major Incision.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, this was Super Babes, the Them Force role playing game. Um, we did it. It is not available in PDF legally, but I'm told there are many sites on the internet where you can get a PDF of Super Babes. Holy cow,
2: it is expensive.
1: Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, the hard the actual hard copy is expensive. We've seen that around for like $200. Unless you're a Died in the Wolf Force fan, I recommend you get the PDF. <laughs> there are several sourcebooks out there for the game that are more reasonably priced. There's quite a few. There's, you know, three or at least three or four, more probably. So The best we can do is maybe put a link to, I don't know, Amazon or something like that. Because, alas, nobody else seems to be selling it. Noble Knight Games is a good place to sell it. Of course, they're the ones that gave me the $200 marks.
2: But for those of you who have a copy and want to get to the con next year, hey, time to cash in that one.
1: (laughs) Because Corbett is going to be running a FemForce game. (laughs) (laughs) And he's dressing as Miss Victory. <laughs> yeah.
2: I could. I could rock that V. <laughs> totally rock that V. Man, right. was it just plunging necklines? Is that all there was for fashion in the 90s? <laughs> yes.
1: yes. Sorry. yes there was. That was it. Nothing else.
2: Oh, my gosh.
1: Well, you know, it was post 80s, so there wasn't any more shoulder pads. And so, you know. All right. Well. This is the game. Check it out, or you know, otherwise, hope we've uh, been able to give you a good introduction to it. Mm-hmm. And we will see you guys at episode eight and a half, then.
2: Yeah. Bye-bye. Perfect. Bye-bye.
1: Free <laughs> arc points. Uh,
2: <laughs> 23 <hour. three> turns. <laughs>
1: This podcast is a production of the Mudduppy Games Network and the Gagman Podcast. The Save for Half theme music is provided by the band Mississippi Bones. You can find them at mississippibones.bandcamp.com. All player characters mentioned in this podcast are fictional, and any resemblance to PCs living or dead is purely coincidental. No NPCs were armed in the making of this podcast. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time on Save for Half. sure, that's turns, not rounds, because that's 230 rounds. Oh, it's ra- okay, so it would be rounds, punches. One okay, punch per- yeah, because that was like a, but there's 10 rounds at a turn, and because it's so totally D Sorry,
2: bad. I got
1: it. <laughs> Champions, a normal person can jump off a third story building and walk away. God.